Okay, welcome to episode two of the Whiskey Brothers podcast. Today we are reviewing whiskey, our favorite thing to do, of course. Uh, we will go through the Bunnahubbin 12 and the Jamison Black Barrel. So two separate reviews, guys. Enjoy. All right, guys. So um, Take 74. Action. Well, yeah. Welcome back to Whiskey Brothers. Uh, we are doing a review. So this is our first review that we've, uh, we're doing that we're not actually side by side. Uh, our heads are side by side on the screen, but we are not side by side. So it's going to be interesting. Now we, the whiskey we're currently reviewing or the whiskey we are, we've chosen to review today, we both don't have. So Greg's going to review a whiskey. I'm going to review a whiskey and we're each going to give it a score, obviously. Um, but we are going to be reviewing. So it's double, you've got, you get double the value today because we're doing two whiskeys for the price of one. Which is none. Uh, is price. No price. So, yeah. No price. No price. Prices. Oh, I just said never a price. I'll edit that out. Maybe it will be a price. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Growth mindset. Yeah. All right, guys. So, uh, my, me, I am reviewing the Bunnahubbin 12. The Bunnahubbin 12. I will go into a bit more detail once we get there. Greg, what have you got for us today? I've got the Jamison Black Barrel. Jamison Black Barrel. Okay, interesting. Good, good, Jamison good. Jamison Park for fond memories. So the Bunnahubbin 12, it's a fun word to say. It's a hard word to read when you sort of get, mm, how do I say that? But once you hear somebody say it, you go, oh, it's fun. It's Bunnahubbin. That's a fun thing to say. Well, you know what's even harder? On the spot spelling it. That's hard. It is. I've got it in front of me, so I wouldn't have to worry about that. But um, it would be tough to spell on the spot. Do you want to have a go? Uh, B U N N A H A B H I A N or A I N A I N. Yeah. So you have to take your first answer yeah, and your first answer was I hadn't committed. I was always going to lock in A I N. Yeah, you got it wrong, but it's good. Good effort. Mm. Uh, so mm. now it's weird that I'm about wrong, but right. Interesting about the Bunnahubbin is that it is a peated whiskey um, from Isla. I don't like peat at all, at all. Uh, however, yes. However, if if you are somebody who wants to get into peated whiskey, I would say that this would be your first. Um, what you f- should first come to. Uh, so the twelve-year-old Bunnahubbin, I've been told I have had it before. But um, the reason I had it in the first place was I was told that this was the entry-level peat. This will start opening your mind to what Peter Whiskey has to offer. And so I enjoyed it, and now I'm going to review it. So I'm excited about that. So I'm just going to pull mine out, Greg. Um, so like I said, it's, an, it's from Isla. It's two barrels. Uh, it's a sherry and a bourbon barrel. Um, so obviously, I'm hoping that it will come out in the whiskey. Um, so as I pour it out, Greg, tell me a bit about your black barrel that you've got, the Jamison. Yeah, well, I wish I wish I was there. That was well because that uh, I've had that fortunate to have that a few times, and yeah, it is a very entry level peak. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's good that you're starting to broaden those horizons because you, there's so many. And anyone who like I didn't like peat when I first started, but um, whiskeys like that just get you into it and it's um it's it's, uh, a lot of, lots, lot of options so i've got the black barrel 
very lucky to go to the distillery. I didn't try that at the distillery at the time, um, but I remember I can put up a photo when we do the post maybe of um, the actual black barrel room where they you can pour it yourself at the distillery. But um, just above, like Jamison, I'm a huge fan of their, their entry-level expression. A um, little bit about this one. Uh, it's pretty much a bit of a toast to their Coopers. So just sort of shows what they've got in them. They uh, twice char it, um, the barrels. And so another couple of things, Irish, obviously uh, very synonymous is their pot still, which is unique to Ireland. And so we've got Irish pot still in there. We've got small batch grain. Um, and as I've said, it's bourbon cast, a bit of sherry at the end, um, apparently, but it's twice charred cast to see what else is in that wood. So they're trying to re get that cast back to life. So hence the name Black Barrel. It's done twice. The only thing, and you get this with um, big distilleries who sell a lot of whiskey, um, and at this sort of price point is that it's not natural colour. So there's colouring added, which I'm not huge on, but I understand it. It's for marketing, it's for aesthetics. The E150A, I think it is, whatever the colouring is, that caramel, just so there's a consistent colour. But I'd love this to be uh, natural colour, but it wouldn't be consistent because no cask is exactly the same. But um, you've got to live with that at this price point. And I've had a little little tipple, but I'm uh, looking forward to reviewing this one. So I poured out my Bunhaven, um, just on what Greg said, this is natural colour. This is un, uh, non-chilled filtered. Uh, it's 46.3%, so a bit of bang for your buck. Um, it's like a... It's like a golden amber, slightly more golden than amber, I would say, colour. Um, legs on it are quite thick, which is enticing for me. And the uh, the nose, very, you can you can pick up a bit of that sherry in there, a bit of vanilla maybe, but a bit of uh, maybe a sultana or two, maybe just a little squeeze of a sultana in there. But definitely the overwhelming for me... Squeeze of a sultana? Just squeeze the salt on Just basically squeeze it in. Tana juice. Like, I like it. It's good. Yeah. You can you can juice anything. So what I'm uh prominently getting though is definitely like a like a fresh, maybe like a cut grass, but also like a coastal. I'm getting coastal. I'm getting like sea. I'm getting I'm at the I'm at the beach, but I'm at the beach, not like a Sydney beach. I'm at like a an English, Scottish, surprisingly. Uh, beach with some uh, some sandfire. I'm picturing green, seaweedy, coastal area. Cold day. I, when I smell this, it's a cold day at the beach. It's, it's a windy day. It's wafting. It's not it's not a hot baker like it is at Bondo Beach. If you understand what I'm trying to say? You're camping by the beach. You've got you've got tanas at the go, juicing them away, um, and you're in Scotland. In Scotland, it smells like on, on a windy, frosty day at the beach. Mm. What you got? What's your smell? Uh, well, coloring and and legs first. So coloring, it's quite dark. It's it's what people want to see um, in a whiskey, I guess. That real nice um, sort of caramel caramel color. It's going to be very difficult. I'll try and roll it around slowly in the glass. Any chance you can see the legs? Absolutely not. Um, but if you were to see the legs, um, I'm looking at them. They're very 
uh, like it's very thick and they, they're slow running. They're, it looks like um, if you use oil. So it might not mean heaps um, and it's only 40%, mind you. But what I generally take from that is that how, that's how I expect it to feel uh, in my mouth. So I expect it to be, to be oily. And so the longer it takes to like drain down, uh, it's not fast running that, you know, some really simple whiskies, um, it's sort of a flash in the pan in terms of the finish at the end. So I've had it before, but regardless, if you see that you're expecting it to be similar mouthfeel. So it's going to stay with you for a while. It's going to be quite a, quite a, a medium to long finish straight away, just based on the, um, the length of time the legs are taking. On the nose, I've, I've got some pretty, it's like, it's quite spicy because it's been, it's been, um, yeah, twice charred the barrels, but it's also pot still, got, right? Pot still going to be spicy usually. Big time. Yeah. And so small batch grain. So it's almost like a bourbon sort of smell, which I uh, drink, start drinking a fair few American whiskies. It's, it's pretty similar to that, as you mentioned, for that reason, I've got a lot of, a lot of toffee, um, Again, I've still got banana, vanilla. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to combine them. Banana and toffee. I've got banoffee. I've got bloody banoffee pie. That's what I I've got. Right. Yeah. Love so you're at the you're you're on the you're on the coastal island of Scotland. I've got and you and you're camping and you, you're getting the sea spray. I've got I've got afternoon tea. I've got a warmy next to me, um, and this is coming out of the oven. That's I've got banoffee pie. And I'm looking forward to tasting this one. All right, well, let's taste it. Cheers. Sandra Bar. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, so again, for me, I'll go, it's quite. It's quite that um, that spicy, that grain, sort of um, almost like a bourbon flavour, but it's, yeah, straight up spice and you've got like, um, I guess because of the, oh, I've got spice and rice, rice pudding, um, that's there. It's, it's quite, it's exceptionally creamy. It's like a, yeah, creamy rice pudding. It's um, musty, I guess, sort of that, that old oak sort of flavour and, and late, you've got that, that nutty flavour coming through. Um, very different to their standard expression. So, yeah, I've had, I've, I had it previously, but that's, um, that's good. I'll get to the finish. You go. How's that, how's that going now? Oh, delicious. So as soon as it hits the mouth, you're getting, you're at the beach. You're still at that cold, wet, Scottish, windy beach. Very sea spray seaweed flavor which i guess is that peat uh coming through it's very uh the finish is pretty pretty long to be honest and it's uh but that that initial peat flavor sea flavor disappears and you're left with a really creamy vanilla nut uh cashew actually uh actually as you were talking there i was thinking i'm tasting a nut and i really was trying to narrow it down it's definitely not a peanut it wasn't a macadamia nut and I went with a cashew. It's a cashew. So it's a cashew ice cream finish, which is very pleasant. I, I've never had cashew ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Mm. Mm. This is 
Um, so, I'll like get to... not, not a pee drinker, but this is um, ooh, this is a good one. This is a great one, actually. Yeah. So my just had another another sipsy there. That um, that finish, it's the spice stays with you, and flavors keep coming out. But as I sort of hoped for, based on the uh, the the way it ran down the glass, the legs there, but it's it stays with you. It's very um very oily. It's a really significant mouth feel. It's quite creamy. Flavors keep coming up, um, but it's it sort of makes this it's salivating. Like you want to drink a little bit more of it. The spice hangs around, the spice leaves um, before the mouthfeel does. The mouthfeel stays there and it, and it sticks with you for a fair while. So I'm quite, I'm, I'm very impressed with it. I love Jamison. I've got a, when I visit the Bow Street Distillery, I've got a little soft spot for it, but it's, that's, um, it's worth, it's worth the extra, extra money. I think if you're a Jamison lover and you Obviously, you can mix your Jamisons and things like that. Prefer to have it neat, but that if you're looking for something a little bit different um, and a bit more of a complex expression from them, that's a that's an excellent price point too. I think it's about sixty-seven ish um, as a member offer at the moment at Dan's currently when we're video filming this. So um, I think that's outstanding value. Okay, cool. Well, I think we should get the scores. Uh, Butterhaven Twelve. If you're a non-P drinker, highly recommend. Uh, giving it a whirl it's yeah it's not like anything you've had in terms of if you've tried like a, a big Laphroaig or even like a Ardbeg or a Lagavulin anything like that where it can be quite full-on it's not like that it's sort of more like a Laphroaig I would say but it's like a very tampered down you can still get the peat but it's very subtle and it's actually quite enjoyable because that's like what you get on the nose and initially on the palate, but then it goes away and you're left with this cashew like i told you cashew cream long finish i can still taste them in my mouth right now as i'm talking so very very delicious uh but i have 12 for me is going to get an 8.2 pretty solid score definitely worth worth having a go at big time and for a non-peak drinker uh an 8.2 is indicative of how how classy that whiskey is a uh, very approachable peak start for people, um, Irish whiskey, triple distilled, twice charred. It's an eight one. Very simple score from me. Eight one. That's it. Deserves it. It's got it. Um, if you can go out and grab it, I think it's. Um, I think it's Mate, very for, good. Yeah, excellent whiskey. Eight one for something that's currently sixty seven dollars is we'll stop what you're doing and order it online immediately. Oh, big time. Like, again, there's little things that you get for that price point. You get, you know, it's not naturally coloured. Um, naturally, it's not natural colour. Um, there's colouring added to it, but those little things don't matter. If you go in 8-1 at that price, yeah, there's enough complexity there. Very enjoyable. All right, cool. All right, guys. Whiskey review done. Uh, hope to see you all soon.